Welcome to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. And we're now doing News Plus Sports. There's no orange man bad, war good, uniparty mantra here. Red Pill Plus. Red Pill Plus. Sports Plus News. Done right. All right, welcome to the Redfield Plus podcast. So thankful that you've joined us today. Uh, had a great conversation with Kathy Barnett with the Vivek 2024 uh, campaign this morning. And uh, it didn't, something happened with the audio. It was terrible. So we're trying to work that out. I know we had problems with our last uh, text uh not text, I'm reading the text here, uh, our last uh, guest that we had. So we apologize for that. And uh, so we're going to get it figured out, just little by little. I'm, uh, if nothing, I'm, I'm persistent, so we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, thank you for joining us right here on the eve of Thanksgiving. Uh, and man, you pillheads, you guys are phenomenal. So very thankful for, for you. We've got people in about uh, 12 countries now, and uh, so thank you, uh, Argentina. Uh, welcome and congratulations to you for being so liberty-minded and uh, for electing uh, for the first time probably in, what, 50 years, actually electing someone who has your interest instead of the state's interest in Argentina. So to our listeners in Argentina, uh, congratulations to you for a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, deed that you have done. And uh, hoping you are having a good Thanksgiving. A lot of churches, you know, it's amazing how these liberal uh, institutions and individuals slam slam Christianity and, you know, it's horrible, it's terrible, it's oppressive and whatever else. And yet today and tomorrow there will be... uh, Christians and churches all over America, all over the world, in fact, that will be delivering uh, socks and delivering food. Uh, We've got a team, uh, a meal team, that's delivered 160 meals today to shut-ins, elderly, uh, homeless. uh, You know, people just don't have anyone. Uh, You pull the churches, kind of like George Bailey, and It's a Wonderful Life, you pull the uh, the church out of the world, and it's a it's not just a darker place; it is a pitch black place. That's hard to say. So uh, I'm thankful for each and every one of you uh, for the what the work that you will do, and uh, kudos to you spending time with your family. And then those of you who don't have family, it's just you, uh, you know. Hey, blessings to you and, and uh, pray for you that uh, God would, would just sustain you, keep you, and uh, you would feel uh, his love and help and hope in this Thanksgiving season. You know, Thanksgiving is probably my favorite of all the holidays uh, but because it's just about good food. It's about family. It's about Thanksgiving. I was thinking yesterday is uh, the, the, the thing that hit me was, you know, liberals have a problem with everything good. There's nothing, you know, Christmas, 
they, they hate it. Uh, you know, anything good, they, they hate it. Anything that is positive, they hate it. Uh, you know, they attack Christians. They attack good works by people. I wonder what their problem is with Thanksgiving. We know it's probably the indigenous, 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 is that how you say that? Uh, you know, the Native Americans, uh, you know, they, they'll focus on the plight of the Native American. And, and that's a sad story, make no mistake about it. Uh, but they will, they will focus entirely on that and totally miss the blessing that is Thanksgiving. So I wonder, do they boycott, boycott Thanksgiving like they do and, and uh, hate it like they do Christmas and Easter and every other holiday um, that could have any uh, semblance of positivity and, and, and goodwill? Uh, but hey, you know, that, that is, as Rush Limbaugh loved, used to love to say, uh, God bless and rest his soul, is, uh, you know, that liberalism is a mental disease. It's a, it, it's a mental disorder. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're eternally uh, miserable and uh, deservedly so, as long as you stay a liberal, uh, you know, because it's, it's steeped in Marxism, it's steeped in hopelessness. It's steeped in group uh, think. It's a miserable existence, uh, enough said. So, hey, I'm thankful that you have joined us today. We're thankful uh, that, uh, that you're here. Uh, as I said, we had a wonderful, wonderful conversation with Kathy Barnett. Kathy Barnett is the grassroot, National Grassroots Director for the Vibe 8 2024 campaign. Uh, and she brought up some great points, and I'm just, I hate it like everything that that recording, it, it was jumping in and out, it was fading in and out, it was just a terrible, terrible recording. I don't know if, I, I, we're fine on our end. Uh, I don't know if it was on her end, if it, we did it on Zoom, I don't know if it was Zoom, but we're going to try to have her on again. She's tough to get. Uh, it was a great, but, but I wanted to kind of go over a couple things that she said. Then I want to talk about Argentina and what has happened in Argentina uh, over the last week and, uh, and, and how I think that bodes really well for uh, the coming elections here in uh, America. But um, I want to just kind of go over a couple of things she said. One, she, talks a, she talked a lot about, not a lot, but she did mention uh, prominently the the deism uh, or deifying I think it's probably a better accurate way to say it a deif the deifying of Donald Trump and she didn't say it in a negative way she didn't say it in a you know in a pejorative type way what whatsoever what I, the point that she was making and made it very well she's so articulate well spoken uh, really really sharp I don't think Vivek could have a better uh, a, a better representative for the grassroots. And by the way, if you remember, Kathy Barnett was the one who ran against Dr. Oz and McCormick, who was the Democrat. Uh, and it was a three-way tie virtually between the three of them. She was, and they had spent $60 million, and she mentioned this today, they had spent $60 million between the two of them. She had spent $1.6 million, was in basically a virtual tie with the other two. And uh, Donald Trump comes in and kneecaps her and, you know, uh, and, and uh, endorses uh, Dr. Oz and basically, you know, eviscerated her campaign at that point 
she wasn't bitter. She wasn't, you know, she, she was very positive. Uh, and, and, you know, I didn't get to tell her this, but Kathy, I, I think it was the best thing that ever happened to you not to go to the Senate. Uh, I think you can do far more in what you're doing uh, for Vivek and uh, you can do outside of office. Uh, ironically, and I, I learned this when I was in the legislature, that uh, holding office actually, unless you're president, unless you're the Speaker of the House or you're the majority leader of the Senate, uh, but being a, a run-of-the-mill senator, a junior senator, being a junior congressman, uh, I, I, actually, I think it handcuffs you. I think you you can do less. And I, I learned that lesson. I kind of had that premonition or it was kind of a gut instinct when I was in the state legislature here in Arkansas. But I found it to be true because there's so many things you can't say, so many things you can't do. And when I say can't, uh, you know, you just... Uh, I won't nuance that, but it's just it's just the facts. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, great conversation with her. She talked about, and, and the deifying was again not a pejorative or not a not a criticism. What she was saying was we can get so locked in on that. Hey, Donald Trump brought, and, and she said it, and I agree with it hundred percent. And Vivek has been saying this that Donald Trump is the greatest president. Uh, in my lifetime, I'm 62. The first president I voted for was Ronald Reagan, uh, and Donald Trump was purely n- not communication, not uh, his his style or anything like that. But I'm talking about actually getting things done. Probably what Donald Trump did more than anything else was reveal uh, the uniparty uh, fully. I think we knew it. We had a, a sense that it was. Democrats plus Republicans uh, versus the people. But Donald Trump brought that full circle and really, really exposed it. He exposed the media, which already was corrupt and is corrupt, uh, but he exposed them to even a deeper level of their degenerative uh, nature. So uh, Donald Trump did some wonderful things, uh, in, in especially bringing the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Uh, just promises made, promises kept. The energy uh, uh, advancements that were made temporarily in uh, Joe Biden or the people that run Joe Biden, whomever, uh, that, that stole that election uh, really run that, but, you know, undercut, kneecapped. Uh, there we go with another kneecap inference. Um, and we'll see how many of those we have today. Uh, but, but totally kneecapped, number three, the uh, energy independence that Donald Trump attained. Uh, but again, I think Donald Trump ironically didn't do a tremendous amount, but what he did, he elicited such visceral uh, reactions and exposed a lot of politicians who were pretending to be conservative uh, and exposed the Marxist media, the Marxist Democratic Party. If you had any doubt the Democratic Party was not the Democrats of old, but were actually uh, Marxist uh, in suits and ties, uh, then, then Donald Trump exposed that. So I think that was Donald Trump's number one contribution was his exposing of uh, uniparty uh, politics and the how deeply corrupt the media is and their hypocrisy because they praised him on every turn they uh, you know they they kissed his feet 
when he was, uh, you know, a, a media figure and he was uh, the, you know, the toast of cable TV. Uh, then when he became president, they just went after him with everything within them. Uh, so that that was a great, uh, I think, a great segue for Kathy Barnett as she talked about how that we can deify. And, and I think what she meant by that, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but put him on such a pedestal that we fail to understand that this America First uh, campaign, this America First uh, ideology are, you know, is so important to not just advance in America, to save in America. And if we don't get this right, we, we, we're, we're close to not having a nation now. Uh, I mean, we, we really don't have a nation. We're on the brink of not having a nation just because of the southern border alone, because of our politicians who have sold us out, uh, to how our politicians are in bed uh, with China, uh, and uh, that is uh, no, uh, that is that is pun intended to Fang Fang, the late great Fang Fang, uh, and Eric Swalwell. Uh, so that uh, that pun was intended for them, but uh, we 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 don't hardly have a nation right now. So if we don't get this right, uh, and then you you add to this, or you you lay on top of this the template of uh, how big a stretch it is for Vivek Ramaswamy to win uh, this uh, primary against Donald Trump. And I never thought I would say this in a million years, but Vivek Ramaswamy is, I believe, the hope going forward. There is no one that is a greater uh, follower and devotee of, of Donald Trump, uh, but Donald Trump on every hand has found himself to be uh, very uh, poor in making choices. Now, I, I know a lot of our my fellow Trump supporters and probably I'd say 99% of my list of our listeners here at Red Pill Plus podcast uh, are ardent uh, Trump supporters uh, as has as I am and I have been, I'm still a huge, huge Trump fan. The problem is I, I see it over and over and over again, uh, just like Ronald McDaniel. You know, why have you not? Because Donald Trump could single-handedly get rid of Ronald McDaniel. But instead of getting rid of her, he, he actually bragged on her. And, and at first, you know, first 10 times, I'm like, oh, this is Trump blowing off, you know. But finally, I'm like, hey, man, we, we got to get this right. And Vivek Ramaswamy is the success of Donald Trump. And I'm not going to slam President Trump with, with uh, you know, his, his past failures. Because anybody trying to do something has failed. So I'm not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about Vivek Ramaswamy doesn't have the relational and and maybe some of the you know more negative things in his past that not that he's perfect uh and that but he is been has been uh just as successful or or in in measure he's a billionaire just like uh president trump is and uh He's, he's been very, very successful, done really, really well in life. If he's not a billionaire, he's, he's very close. Um, but he's young, uh, he's super articulate, very disciplined, 
uh, I just think he would not have this opportunity if it were not for Donald Trump. Uh, so that's that's probably the part of me that finds it really hard to vote for someone besides President Trump. It really is. Uh, and there's just such a loyalty uh, to him because of the price that he has paid. And so, you know, as I sit here and talk, I, I, you know, I, I think my ideal, my ideal um, scenario would be President Trump become president, Vivek be vice president. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm working this out as I'm talking to you literally. I, I really think if, if President Trump will come out and say I, I, and ask Vivek to be his running mate, I, I'll vote for Donald Trump. If, if he doesn't, I, I got to vote for Vivek because I, I believe we need that, this long-term uh, future for America first. So, again, you, you got to hear me kind of work it out in my own head as we're, as we're talking here. And uh, as we are talking, we are sponsored by Red River Auto, redriverauto.com. Listen, if you are in the market for a new or used car, they have multiple, multiple types of new cars uh, because they have several dealerships. Uh, and you can buy a car from anywhere in the United States. Just go to redriverauto.com. Make sure as you talk to someone that tell them you heard uh, about them on the Red Pill Plus podcast. And listen, if you are wanting to support America first, you want to support true conservatives, then you want to support redriverauto.com and buy your next vehicle, new or used, from redriverauto.com. Also, we're brought to you by the one and only MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED uh, and use that promo code RED for MyPillow.com. You have to get the Giza Dream Sheets. Winter and summer, they are phenomenal. Uh, I love my my pillow, the pillow itself. I love my, uh, uh, we're going to get a mattress topper, uh, and we have the Giza Dream Sheet, several uh, pairs of those sets, I think is the way you uh, refer to sheets. And then the my pillow slippers are, they are pre- just just premium. Uh, you'll love it. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code RED. Also, we are brought to you by Purpose Media Publishing. That's PurposeMediaPublishing.com. If you are a loved one uh, wanting and uh, has had the idea of, of uh, a book, a children's book, it can be just a picture book with a with a poem that you, you've written. Uh, it could be your life story. It could be your grandmother, grandfather's life story. Uh, maybe it's a little book like we got a book uh, in the other day that we're getting ready to get started on. And uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal project. And a mother wrote it for her kids as she was going through cancer treatment, trying to explain to them what was going on with her. But she never was able to find someone that would publish it and not take part of her royalties. And so uh, whatever it is, my uh, uh, PurposeMediaPublishing.com, PurposeMediaPublishing.com, sign up for the uh 20-minute, 15, 20-minute interview that we'll do with you and get you started. So I'm actually a part owner in that company, and uh, you will, uh, we're cranking out books, uh, not every single week, but we've we've got several right now. We've just finished two or three, and we've got uh, several that we have 
that we're working on right now. In fact, I was just earlier today uh, talking to uh, the printing company about a new children's book that we are printing uh, even this week. So uh, that is PurposeMediaPublishing.com. So uh, anyway, I want to talk about, I want to finish our time today talking about what has happened in Argentina. And I think that is so, so very uh, important. Uh, And the Javier, I believe it's Malay, uh, Millier, probably Millier. Let's go with that, M-I-L-E-A. And and here's what they do, CNN. Have you noticed that the mainstream media never says extreme left or ultra left or liberal wide-eyed maniac, but it's always far right. It's always extremist, rightist, uh, right extremist. Uh, They always use those uh, uh, adjectives when they refer to a conservative, never a liberal. It's always Democrat. It's not, you know, uh, left-wing, radical, uh, Talib, Ashib, Fatib, uh, Omar, uh, married my brother, uh, ultra, you know, Palestinian, Jew-hating. Uh, never, never, uh, never use that. But far right outsider Javier Millier uh, has won the Argentine, Argentina presidency. Uh, he is a wild man, and uh, you know what? That's not a bad thing. Uh, you, you've got to see the video of him. He's got all the ministries up there on a, on a, on a board. It's the Ministry of Finance, the Ministry of this. And he's, of course, speaking in, uh, is it, they speak Spanish, I'm pretty sure. But he's tearing them, these uh, gone, you know, and he's, of course, you got uh, closed caption or, or subtitles, and it's going gone, 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 gone. Uh, and Here's the thing. You say, well, you know, who cares? It's Argentina. Why do we care? Well, the reason is, uh, and and I just realized I was talking to Kathy Barnett. I was talking about Europe uh, and and mentioned Argentina. And Argentina is in South America, not in Europe. So my bad. Uh, uh, And and I knew that actually I was thinking about it earlier when I was preparing for the show. I was thinking, you know, Europe always kind of starts and then it comes over here. Well, uh, my point's still valid, even though I was wrong on my geography. Uh, and I knew that Argentina was in South America. I made that note, and then I still got on the interview that didn't uh, record or recorded poorly with Kathy Barnett and mentioned Argentina being in Europe. What a moron. But anyway, bottom line is uh, Europe does, uh, and movements happen in other countries, and it, it, it will start here and move to those, or it'll start there and move to here. And this, this, uh, and a great example of that is if you saw in Egypt, uh, there was a great movement for solidarity and independence. Uh, Poland had the same thing happen, uh, what, 40 years ago, uh, and so 45 years ago, probably now, uh, Eastern Germany. And those, those movements, like happened in China uh, during the... Uh, the crisis over in China, where they, you know, they ran over the people. Uh, Tiananmen Square is what I was trying to think about. Uh, those movements tend to not stay isolated, but they move to other countries. It's, it's the connectedness of six degrees from separation 
that we're all, you know, we're, we're not, we're not independent. We're, we're connected uh, and, uh, and not getting too, you know, uh, spooky here, but it's just this human connection and it's the, it's the yearning for freedom. And, and so when it happens in Tiananmen Square, it, it boils over to uh, Saudi Arabia and it boils over to Argentina and it boils over to Europe to Eastern Germany, that it boils over to America. It happens in different times. So when you see something like this happen, it's not an isolated incident. It seems like it is, and I can understand why you would think, and I would even think that it was, but it's simply not. And the the Argentinians, maybe that's how you say it, uh, people in Argentina uh, who have elected and that that country's been so corrupt. They're more corrupt than we are. That's that's pretty corrupt. Uh, but they have needed, and, and it's a very very uh, a, a rich country in in terms of uh, of resources. And you know, at one time Argentina was a beautiful place, and so socialism did what it does in every place. Uh, Basically, the the Marxists turned Argentina into Detroit, turned it into uh, New York City, San Francisco, uh, and and every other big city, Chicago, every other big city. So you have a whole country that looks like Detroit, that looks like Chicago, that looks like New York City, just a cesspool, a uh, portageon, you know, uh, but but not a not a city like our socialist Marxists have turned these cities into dystopian wastelands. Uh, but now you have, because they've had a hold of it for 50, 60 years, they've destroyed a whole country. And so that country now has, and, and, and because that country is so corrupt, how they, it had to be 75, 80%, you know, and in reality, the, the vote won't ever show 75, 80%. But, that's what has to happen to liberty-minded people, no matter what country. They have to win by 80%, 90% for them to win by 51% because of the corruption. See, you can only hide corruption so, you know, you can only twist the vote and turn the vote and put your foot on the, on the scale so much. And so Trump probably won by 10 or 15 points, but they were able to put their foot on the scale to get enough over to get mothball Joe, you know, in there. And so uh, I guarantee you probably uh, Melier won by probably, you know, he probably won by 50 points, but but it'll show, you know, a much slimmer margin uh, that he won by because uh, of all the corruption. But nonetheless, he won. And now we'll see what actually happens. And my first thought was, and God forbid, but my first thought when I heard him talk about it, he's going to tear down all these ministries and he's going to, when I said tear down, he's going to eradicate them and get rid of them. My first thought was, they're going to kill him. You know, they're going to JFK him. That's just, you know, and I hate that I even think that way, but it's it's just the reality. And so, uh, you know, and that, that comes on the heels of, uh, I think about Vivek Ramaswamy. I think about Donald Trump. When you're talking about taking on all the alphabet agencies, you're talking about uh, taking on all the corruption, the globalists uh, that have their hooks in America. Uh, and and uh, I'll, uh, I know I'm kind of all over the map, 
but I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, and that is the, uh, and I can't think of her name right off hand, but uh, the Chinese dissident that was talking about the CCP being behind the, the uh, persecution of, of Donald Trump 100%. If you don't believe that's true, uh, you, you're not paying attention that that is, you know, because so many of our politicians uh, and, and officials are bought off by China. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's not always greasy paper bags full of money being exchanged in, uh, in alleyways. I learned that when I was in the state legislature. No, no, no. It's, it's uh, influence peddling. It's your wife, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell's family, being tied to China and making millions, hundreds of millions uh, from China uh, so they can influence you. Uh, it's, it's that kind of influence, Mitch McConnell. Uh, so uh, it's Fang Fang and Eric Swalwell. You know, it's, it's uh, Diane Feinstein and uh, Barbara Boxer and their Chinese uh, staff members. Uh, it's pervasive. It's all the land owned by the Chinese. So uh, any stretch that it would be the, China, the CCP that is uh, persecuting Donald Trump not at all. It's not a stretch at all. So l let's get back to Javier uh, Millier, who just won the presidency in Argentina. How does that translate for what could happen here in America? And that is uh, Javier Millier makes Donald Trump look like someone that is on, uh, you know, some heavy uh psychotic drug that is that that is you know in a stupor i mean javier millier is like this wild-eyed just wild man and they the, the argentinians went for him because he was espousing getting rid of drag queens story hour and getting rid of all the corruption and and so people are yearning what what are they yearning for they're yearning for freedom they're yearning for liberty. And that's what Donald Trump, uh, who loves this country, who is phenomenal. Now, here comes along Vivek Ramaswamy, who is Donald Trump in accomplishment, much more articulate, much more disciplined in his... That's no slam on President Trump. You know, so I'll always refer, usually, I, I'll either say Donald Trump or say President Trump, because I do believe that he was duly elected twice. Uh, but I believe that Vivek Ramaswamy, I, I'm not so interested. I don't like it when he talks about working with the other side because they're not going to work with you, number one. Uh, so, you know, that, that's either being really naive because uh, they are not going to work with you. That, that, that's 100%. Uh, but I do believe that if, if he means it, and I believe he does, just like I believe that Donald Trump believed it, that he is going to put America first then uh, because that's the move. That's what I'm voting for. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. I'm not voting for Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm voting for the person who can best execute the America first uh, agenda. And, uh, and, and because that's the only salvation for America is to stay out of the clutch of the globalist. If, if we allow ourselves uh, to stay in, and it's just like President Trump. I wish I, I loved his idea of 
getting out of the getting out of NATO, getting out of uh, the World Economic Forum, and he talked about that and defunding NATO, and but he didn't do it. And and I understand it. I know that's that's huge. That's that's massive. But but that's the only way we survive. If you look at the Bible, you look at the end of time, and you see that everybody in the world is going to be against uh, Israel. And I think this is all setting up with what's going on with Hamas and what's going on with Israel in Gaza. It's all setting up for that. And we, we basically have to make a choice. Are we going to be with the globalists? Are we going to be with Israel and with God? I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. And we cannot be with God if we are a part of the World Economic Forum. We cannot be with God if we're part of the globalist agenda which is a one world, one religion, one currency agenda. And so we have to be off the grid. Now, as Americans, no, no, let me back up. As humans, we are pack animals. We want to run with a pack. We are undoing your, your teenagers, my teenagers uh, are or were uh, unduly influenced by peer pressure. Uh, people collapse to peer pressure all the time. A nation is no different. We are very uh, subjective to, are subject to uh, peer pressure, and we have to have somebody that says, "You look, I, 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 be, I run or march to the beat of my own drummer. I, I'm not worried about that because that is America. Ameri- most of America wants to march to the beat of its own drum." But the, the, the loudest drum is the globalists. It is the Bill Gates. It is uh, the Mitch McConnells. Uh, it is the globalists. And it's easy to <clears throat> go along with it. And this is much more than a political battle. It is a battle uh, for the soul of America. And it is a spiritual battle. Uh, the, the, make no mistake about it. The America first against globalists is not ide- ideology. Uh, it is not a uh, it is not a exercise in academia. Uh, it is spiritual, and so we have to have someone. So, so then you say, well, how can uh, you know how can Vivek Ramaswamy, who's a Hindu, how can he be uh, in alignment with uh, the the spiritual? Uh, you know, and, and we think about that in terms of Christianity. And, and God, but you know, you know Jesus Christ, uh, our Lord and Savior. But when you realize that there are two different spirits that operate, it is the globalist and it is the anti-globalist. And God can use just like He used Donald Trump, who, you know, I, I won't delve into his spirituality, but God could use him. God has always used people that uh, we didn't think he could use. He used David. He used Saul, who was a killer of Christians. And he became uh, the, the the author, a writer. God's the author. But he was the writer of, of over half of the New Testament. But God used a man who was killing Christians to do that. So uh, I think he can use a Hindu. Uh, and, and so it's somebody who is willing to be used of God uh, and that may not be their motivation, even though I believe he is a spiritually minded person. Uh, I think his salvation, his belief in Jesus Christ, his belief in the infilling of the Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name, and those those uh, 
you know, basic foundations of, of, of biblical Christianity. Uh, Acts, you know, 2.38 and, you know, and John 3.16 and, and uh, you know, all those scriptures that we hold near and dear. Uh, I believe that, that is a personal thing that God has to work with Vivek Ramaswamy. But I think the overall anti-globalist, which is God versus the globalist uh, and, and Israel and God's agenda, not the globalist agenda, God can use anybody that is willing to be used. I believe he'll use Javier Millier, who is profane and curses every other word and is a wild man and is, you know, an interesting character. But that, that's the kind of people God just, he just loves using. And Vivek Ramaswamy is the opposite of that. He's very refined, very smart, uh, you know, not profane, but he's a Hindu but he's anti-globalist and God can use him in this just like he has used and continue and can continue to use Donald Trump uh, if uh, that be the plan. So we've got a lot to pray about, a lot to think about. But right now what I want you to think about is Thanksgiving. I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to thank God for everything that you have. Listen, it is impossible for you to be depressed today it's impossible for you to be despondent. Uh, maybe your family's not around if you begin to be thankful. And what a wonderful time uh, to just stop and say, you know what, I'm thankful. I'm making a list. I'm not making a list today of everything wrong in my life. I'm making a list of everything right in my life. Uh, and uh, I always herald back to this. And you say, well, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen in America uh, are we going to be saved? Are we going to are we going to turn and be America first? Are we going to continue down this Marxist path that we're on right now with Mothball, Mothball Joe uh, and the uh, gang of Marxists that are running, uh, that are the puppeteers? Uh, and I always go back to February of 2015, uh, 2016, February of 2016. And I'm driving around. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Red Pill Plus. And check the website at DocWashburn.com slash Red Pill.